How's it going everyone? This is Eric from Geeks Crossing, and it's the year 2023 as of the making of this episode, and if you have any knowledge towards the Sonic franchise, then you would know that this year marks the 20th anniversary of Sonic Heroes. Damn, do I feel old. <laughs> In all seriousness, I made it no secret on this podcast that I'm very critical towards the Sonic franchise, but Sonic Heroes continues to be my favorite game out of the Hedgehog's shameful legacy, mostly thanks to its gameplay and simplicity. In fact, this was the first and only Sonic game that I ever 100%ed, which I gotta give the game credit for keeping me invested. Anyway, I figured the best way to celebrate is by ranking all the stages, much like how I ranked the stages from Sonic Adventure 2 during its 20th anniversary. I'll be judging these stages based on their gimmicks, layouts, and how impactful they were to the game as a whole. For the record, I'm only sticking with the 14 stages available in story mode, which means no special stages, the multiplayer stages, or any of the stages for boss fights. As much as I love this game, their boss fights aren't exactly good, with a few exceptions. Also, I'll be taking into account all the variants when ranking each stage. For those who don't know, each stage has slight alterations depending on which team you're playing as. To elaborate, you have each level for Team Rose being cut in half, since they're supposed to be this game's easy mode, or Team Chaotix being more mission themed. So if you thought I was going to rank Team Sonic and Team Chaotix versions of Mystic Mansion separately, you're wrong because each variant will affect how I feel about the stage as a whole. Besides, if I did rank them individually, it'll take fucking forever. <laughs> as usual, whatever I say is just my opinion, so if you disagree with what I say about a certain level, that's fine. With that said, it's time to rank all the 14 stages from Sonic Heroes. Number 14. Rail Canyon. The worst stage, in my opinion, is Stage 7, which is Rail Canyon. Why? Because this level is so... Fucking boring! All you do is rail grind, defeat enemies, rail grind, avoid those demon looking trains, and rail grinds! Bro, this is literally Sky Rail from Sonic Adventure 2, but worse! And it doesn't matter which team you play as because the problems remain the same. Except for Team Chaotix, because I couldn't for the life of me figure out how the rail changing section worked when I was a kid. Definitely the worst version of the stage, and easily the worst stage in general. Oh yeah, the music's pretty forgettable. Just wanted to point that out. Number 13, Hang Castle. Next we have Stage 11, that being Hang Castle. Sorry, but this level kinda sucks. If not for its annoying puzzles and platforming, but definitely those goddamn pumpkin ghosts that show up when you least expect it. Especially that one section where you run against the castle walls as Team Sonic and Team Dark, except it's at a weird isometric angle making it more unbearable. Plus, the amount of times I had to restart this level as Team Chaotix was ridiculous, especially when I couldn't find all five keys in one go. And just like the last stage, the music is very forgettable. At least this level does a good job with the creepy and Halloween aesthetics. Number 12, Bingo Highway. Finishing up the Bomb 3, we have Stage 6, Bingo Highway. To be honest, I wasn't expecting myself to rank this level so low, but it makes sense the more I thought about it. First off, this level wastes no time and throws you on a pinball board as soon as it starts. So hooray! I hope you're a fan of pinball and bingo, which is the level's gimmick, but it only gets worse once you reach the second and third board, which contain very steep ledges, making it easy to fall to your doom. That was fucking annoying. Doesn't help that the controls are also shit, which only adds to my frustration. Other than having good music, Bingo Highway is another level I can't stand. Number 11, Power Plant. Next, we have Stage 4, Power Plant. I'm very indifferent towards this level. 
On one hand, it has good music and an interesting gimmick involving elevators. On the other hand, the elevator sections are slow as shit, you have to constantly avoid those goddamn fireballs, and the lava section towards the end for Team Sonic and Team Dark was nerve-wracking beyond reason. I lost count of how many times I failed during that section as a kid, as well as trying to find those fucking golden turtles as Team Chaotix. Somehow I always miss one turtle before the stage ends. Still, it's at least a passable stage. Number 10. Casino Park. We're now in the top 10 and to start us off, we have Stage 5, Casino Park. This level is alright. I mean, I like the music, and it does a good job with the whole casino theme. Plus, this level has probably the easiest mission for Team Chaotix, which is to collect 200 rings. Although, the pinball sections can be annoying sometimes, as well as the bright lights that make you feel disoriented. I had to adjust the brightness on my TV back in the day to hopefully fix that. Overall, this level is decent. Number 9. Mystic Mansion. Next, we have Stage 12, that being Mystic Mansion. This level is everything that Hank Castle should have been. A fun level full of creepy vibes, unique obstacles, and kick-ass music. Seriously, the theme for Mystic Mansion feels underrated. Say what you want about the trolley section and pumpkin ghosts, but they're not as bad in this stage. Even though this level is a hell of a lot better than Hank Castle, there's a few reasons why I can't rank it any higher. Aside from the mission where Team Chaotix has to extinguish 60 candles, believe me, it's more tedious than it sounds. But when you get to the pocket dimension as Team Sonic, you'll notice one problem. For Tails and Knuckles, it's simple. Just fly or triangle dive to each platform. But for Sonic, you have to homing attack on a string of pumpkin ghosts to get to the other side. Except those fucking ghosts like to disappear every second, causing you to fall to your doom. As a kid, I couldn't figure this part out for the life of me. Until I learned you have to let Sonic twirl in the air for a few seconds before you home and attack the next ghost. How the fuck is someone supposed to know that? At least Team Dark made it simple by just defeating enemies. Other than that bullshit, Mystic Mansion is still a great level. Number 8. Bullet Station. Ironically, at number 8, we have Stage 8. Bullet Station. This level completely shits on Rail Canyon in every way imaginable. Not only does it have better music, but better gimmicks. For example, Rail Grinding isn't nearly as oversaturated compared to the last stage, and you get shot out of a fucking cannon not once, but twice, unless you're playing as Team Rose. Especially the second time where you find yourself crashing through Eggman's base. Or, one of them. Seriously, how does Eggman keep having more than one base of operation? <laughs> I guess the only issues I have with this stage would be the puzzles and subway sections, because of how steep the platforms are. Doesn't help that the game can be slippery as fuck sometimes. Other than that, Bullet Station is still a solid level. Number 7, Lost Jungle. Next, we have Stage 10, Lost Jungle. To be honest, I didn't really care about this level when I was a kid. But as I got older, it started to grow on me. I really like the whole rainforest slash swampy jungle vibe that this level gives off. Especially the music, which also feels underrated. It's also funny that I mentioned rain, because this level's gimmick involves black frogs that can summon rain. But this rain will tamper with the environment, as shown with the decomposing platforms and giant fruit balls falling out of trees. Yeah, those parts did annoy me at first, but they do give the level a sense of challenge, which I appreciate. Of course, I have to bring up the final section where you jump off vines while a giant alligator chases you. That used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. I recommend using Sonic or Shadow during this part because you can get through it a lot faster. How fitting. And not potentially swing backwards as Tails or Rouge. That shit cost me more failures than necessary. Still, a great level nonetheless. Number 6. Final Fortress. Just make it slightly below the top 5, we have the final stage. Final Fortress. How fitting for a name. Hmm. This level holds nothing back as you fight your way through Eggman's fortress and his army of robots. I enjoyed the music and the stormy nighttime setting as it really sets the mood that this is the final level. 
Whether you're fighting a large group of enemies, rail grinding to avoid laser beams, or even destroying each base within Eggman's fortress, this level has a lot going on. Hell, even the mission where Team Chaotix has to collect 5 keys is handled much better here compared to Hang Castle. I also appreciate the little continuity moment where Team Rose, mostly Amy, recalls the A-Carrier from SA-1. Let's be real, this level completely shits on the A-Carrier. The only reason why this level isn't ranked in the top 5 is because it drags on a little bit. Plus, the amount of A-Cammers you have to fight is ridiculous, especially if you're playing as Team Dark. Either way, it's still an epic level. Number 5. Grand Metropolis. We're now in the top 5, and to start us off, we have Stage 3. Grand Metropolis. Sonic games usually have at least one city slash urban level, but this one has a more futuristic theme to it, making it one of the most fun levels in the game. First, you find yourself riding on energy-powered roads to increase your speed. Admittedly, those parts can feel disorienting because of how fucking fast they are, but it's still cool. Then you fight enemies within a giant building, and even ride past flying cars at one point. Speaking of enemies, you can probably guess what my biggest problem with this level is, and that's the mission for Team Chaotix. In this case, you have to defeat all 85 enemies within the level. Somehow, someway, I kept missing at least one enemy as a kid, especially towards the end. God, I forgot how fucking annoying some of these missions were. Hmm. Despite that, Grand Metropolis is still a fun level, and worthy of being in the top 5. Number 4. Ocean Palace. At 4th place, we have the second stage, Ocean Palace. I'm usually a big fan of beach themed levels, but this level has more ruins and architect to make it stand out. And the music is so fucking catchy to listen to. Another reason why this level is highly praised is because of the different paths you can take. Especially once you get to the turtle section. How these turtles are completely okay with carrying these giant ass blocks while they're swimming around is beyond me. Oh yeah, and I can't forget about the final section where Team Sonic and Team Dark have to run away from these giant rock wheels. It's funny, as a kid, I had no problem with this section as Team Sonic, but for some reason, I kept getting hit by those rocks as Team Dark. Especially when I was going through the loop. I don't know if it was a glitch or something, but that shit was annoying. Now, whenever I play this stage as Team Dark, I made sure to use their Team Blast so the first rock would be frozen in time for a little bit. Definitely a BS method, but I'll take it. Even though this level feels like an amplified version of a level we'll talk about later, I still appreciate it enough to put it in the top 5. Number 3. Frog Forest. At third place, we have Stage 9, Frog Forest. Everyone considers this stage to be the best level in the game, and I don't blame them, because this level was amazing. Almost every level in this game feels intense or has a lot going on with them, so it's very rare that we get a level that feels relaxing and laid back. And Frog Forest portrays that perfectly, all thanks to its beautiful lush green ecosystem, different obstacles, and very catchy music. One of my favorite parts of this level is using the speed characters to ride a giant flower and fly around this giant mushroom. It's so simple but fun. Hell, I don't even mind the mission where Team Chaotix has to avoid getting detected by these green frogs. Speaking of which, the frogs in this level also summon rain, but they actually benefit the environment and help you progress further. They also appeared in Lost Jungle too, which I forgot to mention. Actually, now that I think about it, and this goes for a giant alligator and sea turtles too. Do you guys find it weird how there are realistic animals coexisting with these anthropomorphic furry abominations? I don't know. The biology in Sonic's world is kind of fucked up. Either way, Frog Forest is still an amazing level and easily earns a spot in the top 3. Yet there are two other stages I feel a bit more attached to. Number 2. Egg Fleet. The runner-up spot goes to the second to last stage. Egg Fleet. A lot of people seem to hate this level mainly because of how difficult it is. But, that's kind of the point. 
This is where the game's intensity starts to rise as you fight your way through Eggman's Sky Fortress. It starts off simple with you rail grinding to these mini ships. Then you find yourself on a giant ship fighting enemies as you look for its core. Once the core is destroyed, you repeat the process. Yes, it does sound a little repetitive, yet it still maintains the intensity that this level gives off, especially during the section where you ride these giant fans as you fight other ships, while also avoiding cannons and enemy attacks. It's pretty much the flower section from Frog Forest, but a lot more intense. Speaking of which, Team Chaotix has the exact same mission as before, except this time you have to avoid being detected by Eggman's robots, with the added challenge of trying to defeat the enemies who have been spotted. I know, that sounds difficult as fuck, but I love a great sense of challenge. And my god, the music for this stage is epic beyond words. To be honest, this might be my favorite Eggman-themed level in any Sonic game, especially when you compare it to Eggman Land from Sonic Unleashed. Seriously, fuck that level and everything it stands for. <laughs> Eggfleet may be the perfect opening to the game's climax, but there's still one level left that tops it. Number 1. Seaside Hill Yes, my favorite stage from Sonic Heroes is also the first stage of this game. Seaside Hill This shouldn't be a surprise to anyone because I already mentioned how much I love this stage. In fact, it was ranked number 1 as my favorite beach theme level from any video game. God, that's a throwback right there. But in all seriousness, this level was always going to be ranked pretty high for its simplicity and nostalgia, as this was the one level where everyone gets a sense of how the game works. If you decided to play as Team Sonic first and didn't bother with the other teams. Unless your team rose in which you're forced to go through that boring ass tutorial, because the game assumes you're going to play as the quote unquote easy team first. Then again, that same tutorial is also offered in the menu where you play as Team Sonic instead, making that set tutorial even more fucking pointless during story mode. Whatever, at least it has good music. Anyway, back to Seaside Hill. Even after 20 years, I can honestly say this level looks gorgeous. The whole tropical setting is at its best in this level. Whether it's the beaches, the clear blue ocean, and the islands that look like whales. The music is also A plus material, and is without a doubt my favorite track from this game. The layout and obstacles have a right balance in terms of difficulty. And like I said, it does a great job introducing players to the game. Not just for Team Sonic, but how different the other teams will be. Whether it's Team Dark getting more of a challenge, Team Rose having it easier by only doing half of the level, or Team Chaotix with their missions. By the way, if you're curious what their first mission was, you have to simply collect 10 Hermit Crabs. Again, how the hell are there realistic animals in the Sonic universe? Regardless, no matter how many times I replay this level, it never fails to satisfy me. Hell, even Sonic Team knows everybody loves this level which is why it kept returning in future games like Sonic Generations, Sonic Dash, Team Sonic Racing, and so much more. Seaside Hill is very iconic and the first Sonic level I ever experienced, which is why I had to rank it as number one. And those are all the stages from Sonic Heroes ranked from worst to best. At least in my opinion. As you can hear, not even my favorite Sonic game is spared from having shitty levels and cheap gimmicks. Then again, the whole team mechanic does feel like a gimmick on its own. Still, I had fun ranking these levels, and who knows when will be the next time I do another episode similar to this. Maybe in 2026, I'll rank the stages from Sonic 06? You know, because that's the year this game turns 20? Yeah, that's probably not a good idea given the game's reputation. Whatever, I'm used to doing stupid shit on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, how would you rank the stages from Sonic Heroes? You can tell us on our Discord server, or message us on Instagram, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all major listening platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. Check us out on Twitch at Eman the Legendary, which is also my YouTube channel. 
Nuclear Bacons, Cryptolock Games, and even Carabyte. Also, tell your friends and family about us, especially any Sonic haters you know. Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek selves.